Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. I had heard of PTSD. You know, a lot of people have heard of PTSD, but what is this CPTSD? What's the C stand for? What's the difference between the two? Is it just another form of PTSD? Well, then I learned that the C stands for complex. And I immediately thought, okay, that has to be my situation. You know, that's no joke here. I'm going to tell you right now that everything about a relationship with a covert narcissist is complex. So when I learned that, I immediately thought, this must be what they're talking about. Choosing a restaurant is complex. Surviving the meal at the restaurant is complex. Hanging pictures in the house is complex. Borrowing a pen from them is complex. Asking them to pick something up from the store, going out with your own friend or even a family member, all of this is complex, everything. So what is it when they talk about complex PTSD? What exactly is this? Is it a category that's created just for victims of covert narcissism? Well, maybe, because it sure seems to fit. I'm Renee Swanson, your host of the Covert Narcissism Podcast, and today we're talking about CPTSD or complex. PTSD. Well, PTSD, those initials stand for post-traumatic stress disorder. And according to the American Psychiatric Association, it is a psychiatric disorder that may occur in people who have experienced or witnessed a traumatic event, series of events, or set of circumstances. The type of examples they give are natural disasters, Traumatic accidents, such as a car accident, terrorist acts, war, sexual assault, violence, bullying. PTSD is focused on like a single event or a single, you know, little series of events, a single period of time, not repeated or continuous trauma. So this is where the word complex enters. According to the CPTSD Foundation, Complex PTSD describes the results of ongoing, inescapable, relational trauma. Now think about those words for a minute. Ongoing, daily, day after day, weeks after weeks, months after months, years after years. Inescapable. Within your own home, you are trapped in that home. Relational. Yeah, it's interpersonal. It has to do with you and your partner trauma. So maybe CPTSD actually was created for victims of covert narcissism. It involves being hurt by another person. These hurts are ongoing, repeated, and often involving a betrayal or a loss of safety. And emotional safety counts here. One of the main and most noticeable differences between PTSD and CPTSD is the length of time. PTSD, again, is focused on a single event, a car accident, okay, or a sexual assault, maybe a rape. But PTSD, CPTSD, is prolonged abuse. It's repeated abusive behavior from which the victim cannot escape, long-term and ongoing. The C could just as easily stand for chronic. Chronic pain is pain that is long-lasting. It is stubborn. It doesn't seem to want to go away. It's there for the long run. And the victim of chronic pain struggles to get it stopped. They struggle to find the right form of healing. Well, CPTSD is no different. It is chronic. It is stubborn. It doesn't want to go away. And the victim struggles to find, 
you know, what is the right way to get this stopped? Healing seems nearly impossible. Another difference is the cause of the traumatic event. While PTSD can be caused by car crashes and tornadoes, CPTSD is focused more on relationship trauma. Yes, PTSD can be caused by people, okay, but it's often with strangers, a burglar in your home, being raped by a stranger, soldiers at war with people they do not know. However, CPTSD is focused primarily and almost exclusively on relational abuse. This is a relationship. It's with someone you know and trust. The C could stand for coercive, calculated, controlling. The person creating the abusive environment is not only someone you know, but it's someone with whom you believe that you are safe. It's someone who you trust. You trust them and you let your guard down around them. As the relationship with this person builds, you become hooked in that relationship because you've let your guard down. You've trusted them. You've let them in. This creates a situation where escape becomes quite difficult and even impossible. You can't get out. Getting out, it's like you're, like you're part of the mafia now and you can't get out. There is no out. You're experiencing trauma that you're unable to escape. Maybe you're married, so you're trying to do what you believe is right, so you stay. Maybe you have kids together where you just can't pack up and take off. Maybe they show this great persona to the world, and so you can't tell anyone about it. No one gets it, and you feel completely isolated. They manipulate you, so now you can't even think clearly. You can't get out because you can't get out of your own thoughts. In that isolation that starts to form around you, you don't have the support you need. Yet another reason that you can't get out. When you're a victim of a single event, a tornado, uh, a burglar in your home, a sexual assault, all of these, it's very easy to find support for. There are support groups that are there. Your friends and your family, they understand and they feel the pain with you. But in this situation, you've been so manipulated, so isolated, they've created this beautiful persona to the world that you lose all of that support. The more intertwined your lives are, the more complicated all of this is. So the C could stand for complicated PTSD. The whole situation is crazy. There's another C word. I should have included that one. Have you ever tried to explain what you're going through to someone? Where do you even begin? When people meet with me in a one-on-one session, I do individual sessions through Zoom, and when people first come in for their first session, I ask them this question. What brings you to me? What brings you here right now? The look on their face and the sigh in their voice says it all. Where do I even begin is written all over them. I can read it through the Zoom screen. They stare at me in silence, a thousand memories trying to come through their mouth all at once, and so they struggle to even say one. So one baby step at a time, we begin the journey of unraveling all the complexity of their relationship. This form of PTSD is a complex PTSD. The C could stand for confusing, crazy-making. I've said it so many times that with covert narcissistic abuse, we join the abuser and we abuse ourselves. This gets inside of you. We doubt ourselves, blame ourselves. We live in fear, obligation, and guilt, and we do it to ourselves. 
We overvalue their words, their actions, their feelings, and we give them seemingly permanent residence inside of our own minds. We can't make any sense out of all of this because we're living too close to it. We're living in that fog. The fog is the fear, the obligation, and the guilt. So we believe that we must be missing something, that something is perhaps even wrong with us. And we believe so much of what they say that we hurt ourselves continuously. I had someone recently tell me in one of my group sessions, she said, you know, I have found a little bit of an escape, a little bit of a sabbatical. Every time I take my dog for a walk, I have decided that he, meaning her, her covert narcissistic abuser, that he's not allowed to come on these walks. And she's not talking physically. He's not there physically. He's never been on these walks with her physically. She's now talking mentally. He's not allowed to come on this walk, meaning I take him out of my mind, boom, and I leave him at the house. He stays here while I take my dog for a walk. And I love it. You have to get some space to be able to see this more clearly. The C could also stand for cruel and catastrophic. Let's talk a little bit about the toll that this takes on you. CPTSD leads to constant feelings of hopelessness. It's intense feelings of emptiness. I call it a bone-dry emptiness, and that doesn't even begin to touch the intensity of this emptiness. It's an emptiness that I didn't even know existed. I wasn't just empty. My insides were peeling away from the container. I picture this, you know, gas tank that's been dug up from an old abandoned gas station. And not only is it empty, the insides are now rotted and peeling away from the, from the surface of the inside of that tank, screaming for somebody to put some liquid inside it. The emptiness inside me was ripping me apart from the inside out. It leaves you damaged and worthless. Like nobody else can possibly understand what is happening. Nobody else has ever had this happen to them. Well, little did I know. Now I have a Facebook group with over 54,000 people in it. But you feel isolated and completely alone. You sacrifice friendships, pulling away from others. Part of the reason for this is because you feel so completely different from them. They seem happy, confident, spontaneously enjoying life. You? You're sad, confused, angry, insecure, unstable, distrusting, and detached. You might even feel like you're out of touch with reality as though you're walking through a bad dream. These effects cause significant emotional damage. In fact, it's not uncommon for those who suffer with CPTSD to experience emotional flashbacks. During these, the intense feelings that, that we were experiencing in the initial traumas come back. And they come back over and over and over. These are feelings of fear, shame, sadness, despair, hopelessness, all of these things that I was just talking about. CPTSD leaves physical marks on you, but it leaves them on the inside. These aren't bruises for the world to see. They're not cuts and scratches and broken bones. The physical marks are on the inside. The never-ending trauma or threat of trauma leaves you in a constant state of hypervigilance. I've talked about that here before. It's an excessive attention to the possibility of danger. You always feel like that you need to be on your guard. Your fight-or-flight response is constantly activated, filling your body with adrenaline and cortisol. I'm going to tell you right now, 
That does damage. Day after day, week after week, year after year, this overload of stress hormones creates physical stress on your body, and it can cause a whole series of physical issues. Headaches, dizziness, chest pains, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, stomach issues, ulcers, IBS, nausea, eating disorders, arthritis, and other inflammatory issues, asthma, sleep disorders, autoimmune disorders. This list goes on and on and on. Stress issues can create the right environment inside of you for so many health issues. I'm not even going to try to speculate here on whether the stress creates the issues or not, but it certainly creates the right environment for these issues to manifest. I sort of look at it like a tornado warning. A tornado warning means that the conditions are right for a tornado to be a possibility here. That's what's going on inside of you. The conditions are right for these health issues to take a hold here. So be on the lookout. Take precautions. It's time to do something about it and do it now for your own health. Can the C stand for curable? Is CPTSD curable? Does it ever go away? If curable is defined as living a peaceful and happy life, then yes, it is curable. If curable is defined as making all the memories go away and to never return, then no, it isn't curable. I ran across a quote by John, and I'm not going to say his name right, and I apologize for this, John Kabat-Zinn, and he said, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. And I want to tell you that right now. You can't stop the waves. The memories are going to be there. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this. But you can learn to surf. And surfing is, I've never done it myself, but I imagine it to be a whole lot of fun for somebody who knows how to do it confidently. So CPTSD isn't necessarily cured. The symptoms can certainly be alleviated. They can be lessened to the point that they no longer interfere with your daily life. And they seemingly even go away. You can absolutely learn to thrive again after being a victim of trauma and developing CPTSD. The memories of what you've been through, like I said, may never fully go away, but that's okay. The triggers may still sneak up on you from time to time. However, the goal of healing is not to remove all the triggers from your life. That's impossible. With so many traumatic memories piled up inside of you, remember this was an ongoing, never-ending, inescapable trauma. There's the number of memories, the amount of memories attached to this is insane. Every sound, smell, sight, person, place has the potential to be a trigger for you. The goal of healing is to see the trigger, even identify it as such, and to no longer have your system react with its hypervigilant, full-scale warning system. When you experience a trigger that in the past would have sent you spiraling into a frenzy of stress hormones and reactions, And this time you simply identify it and maybe you say, hey, that reminds me of my ex. He or she used to have that shirt. Wow. I can identify it. I can even recognize that, you know, this reminded me of my ex and my system doesn't go into full on attack mode. It's just an observation. Celebrate that. That is a sign of significant healing. It's a victory. What are the recommended? Treatments for CPTSD, cognitive behavioral therapy, EMDR, psychotherapy, talk therapy, medications. Let's talk about these just a little bit here. 
Cognitive behavioral therapy is a talk therapy that focuses on relationships between thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. The things going on inside of you. I recently received my certification as a cognitive behavioral therapy coach. I work with people individually and in group. This process of exploring the power of your own thoughts and how they affect your life is a large part of the work that I do, both one-on-one and in the group sessions. When you change your perception, everything changes. EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. Okay, that's a lot of big words. This technique utilizes bilateral sensory, so side-to-side movement, okay? Side-to-side eye movements to help you process difficult memories, thoughts, and emotions that are related to your trauma. Personally, I have not tried this therapy yet, but I have heard amazing success stories about it. Psychotherapy, talk therapy. It's the use of psychological methods to help an individual change their behavior, increase their happiness, and overcome their problems. Medications. Talk with your doctor or your therapist. There are medications out there that you could explore, and I I don't turn to that. That's not what I recommend first, but if that's what you need right now, that's what they're there for. It's okay. There's no shame in taking those medications. It just can get the edge off maybe while you do some of this other healing work, and then maybe you won't need them anymore. So we wrap it up with this complex PTSD. Like I said in the beginning, there is nothing simple about any of this. I am well over a hundred episodes into this covert narcissism podcast. And my dad asked me once, how do you not run out of things to talk about? I just kind of laughed and I went, well, dad, because it's all just so complex. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. You have been listening to the Covert Narcissism Podcast with your host, Renee Swanson. Be sure to check out our website at www.covertnarcissism.com. There you will find many resources just for you to help you on this journey. You can also reach out to me by email at Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are CNG as in Covert Narcissism Group. I do look forward to hearing from you. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing.